Welcome to Practically Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practically Christian Podcast. Hello. As always, we are here to give you a new perspective on the information you know already mm-hmm. and have all up in your brain. All up in your brain. For more information, check us out on Facebook at Sent Volusia, Sent Church Volusia, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I was doing so good right up you until were. then. Or online at Sent.Church. Well, Debbie, I have some huge news. Ooh, I like, well, maybe. What is it? I mean, it's gigantic. Okay. Like, it's ridiculously huge. Okay. Why are you staring at me like... I'm ready. We have over 2,400 plays. Woo! Thank you, guys. I mean, I am over the moon with excitement. Over the moon. And we want to thank you all for helping us to promote this podcast. We say it every episode... And we still really, really, really mean it. Thank you, guys. Seriously. We couldn't do this without all your love and support. So please keep sharing with everyone you know. If your mailman doesn't listen yet, you feel free to share with them, too. Yes. If you talk to your mailman. Because I know they have a lot of community boxes now. They do. The people that cut your hair. Your barber. When you get your herded. Your meat guy at Publix or... Winn-Dixie. Winn-Dixie. Or where else you shop. Wherever. All right, so now, like, I, again, I can't, when, That's I, really when I saw that, because we don't check the stats a lot, but when I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. But, now on to confession time on Practically Christian oh, Podcast. Oh, I don't know what he's confessing. Now, we aren't Catholic. Nope. But the Bible does tell us to confess our sins to one another. Are you confessing a sin to me? I have a confession to make as your husband. Oh my gosh. What? And I'm going to do it live because that way you can't get too mad. Oh, I can still get mad. You know I have no. Go ahead. I'm waiting. So, most people don't know, Mm -hmm. but I do most of the cleaning and cooking in the kitchen in our house. Is that your confession? Yes, my confession is how awesome I am. I was going to say, are you saying how awesome you are? <laughs> I just wanted to confess that think, to everyone. I do think you're awesome. And now, mo- most people don't know that, but I do, right? That is a true story. Well, you know how, and I don't know, maybe you haven't even noticed, but like we're missing some of the dishes. Oh my gosh, are you throwing stuff out? It is because there are times oh. when I look at a dish and it is so dirty that instead of washing it, I just throw it away. I don't even know how I feel about that. Now, I don't do this with any of our expensive good dishes. We have good china. <laughs> we don't have good china. <laughs> no, we don't have good china, but we have good American dishes. Bottom in a box from Walmart. However, I only do this with the things that I know are going to be like cheap to replace. Tupperware. You do it with Tupperware, don't you? Yes, because sometimes the kids leave like their lunch in there for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Like... Over I don't the know. Weekend? Over a holiday weekend. Right. And then I go to wash it and I'm like, this isn't a, like, this needs like sanitizing and bleach. So is that and... why when I went to go pack your lunch for tomorrow, I could not find a proper Tupperware? <laughs> Maybe. That, that's what it is. I knew it. 
I looked all around the kitchen. And I don't do it to be fiscally irresponsible. Well, it kind of is. You know that, right? Well, when we keep the Tupperware from, you know, the Chinese restaurant. Okay, I don't do that anymore. (laughs) I've evolved. Okay. (laughs) Like, we didn't buy it to begin with. I mean, it might have been in the price of our food. Well, I'm sure it was. Somebody paid for it somewhere. But, however, I think it's part of a much larger problem in our society, and I think it has massive gospel implications to it. Oh. In the short, we live in a throwaway society. Yes, we do. True story. I mean, just look at what we have found in people's trash. Okay. That's right. I said it. (laughs) You calling it out like that? We have gotten Christmas decorations. We have found furniture. Furniture. Well. It's out back right now, is it not? Our patio furniture oh, we yeah, got out of the trash. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's yes. true. Yes. Um, we found electronics. Electronics, yep, TVs. We we found, you could find clothes. We didn't. I would not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, you're just going too far with that. I do not. Well, you could. I could, but I, I don't. We found a generator. We did find a generator in the trash. In Florida during hurricane season. Is a is gem. Like, yes. And I dragged it the other day from three houses down. First of all, no, you didn't. You stood three houses down well, and no, yelled. First, I knocked if on. If you <laughs> want this, you come drag it. No, first I knocked on her door. She said she didn't know what was wrong with it. I walked several feet and went, "Oh my gosh, this is really heavy." So I went and got it. Yes. There's even a movement in our country mm. where people go find all of their food in dumpsters. I saw that it was in New York and. Um, I don't know what they think is going to happen with it, but yes, and it's like higher society. Yes, the very posh. Oh, please don't ever do that again. <laughs> That's terrible. Sometimes, just like I confessed earlier, though, it's easier just to throw things away and get it new than it is to fix it. Ooh, ouch, that hurts. And most people are probably at this point wondering... Where are you going with this? What is the gospel implications here? Like... <laughs> If they threw it out, I'm not stealing it. Like, it's abandoned property, which is true. True story. Yeah, it's at the edge of the road. You can take it. We've not done anything illegal. But, however, when our mindset... Whoa. Man, Mm. my notes just got really big there. Well. Now i got to find my place. Okay, so my... Apparently, I turned my iPad. My notes switched, and now i got to find where I was. Can I look at them? No. Okay. We've already had this discussion, haven't we? We have. You even brought it up at lunch the other day. But when our mindset is to just throw things out because they're no longer useful, what happens with biblical truth when we feel it's no longer useful? Do we just throw that out? Wow. We take verses like Hebrews 13, 5, which says, Keep your life free from the love of money and things because God will never leave you or forsake you. And when we feel like God has left us, or at the very least is ignoring us, right? we start to try to take God's role in our lives from him. Wow. Wow, it's pretty deep. Mic drop. Boom. You want me to drop the mic right <laughs> no, now? No, 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 no. Because that would hurt. For example, there are times where we may pray, I don't know, for a different job. Yep, I've done that. Not recently. I love my job. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'm talking about we are genuinely miserable right. at where we're at. Where we are. And because, oh my gosh. <laughs> Don't end sentences with the word at. Where we are. Where we be. <sighs> you like that one better? Well, it's the Sanford coming out in you. People try to make Sanford posh. 
Sanford. And because Sanford. we spend so much time at work, first of all, Sanford can be posh. There are different areas in Sanford. Uh, there, there's different areas. Areas. Okay. <laughs> I may not have been in those areas, but they did. You were in those areas. Anyway, I go know ahead. where they're at. <laughs> That's terrible. Stop looking down. I'm not looking at the notes. You are. We've done this before. I'll stare at the floor like a bad kid. You are a bad kid. <gasps> there are no <laughs> bad kids. That's a lie from the devil. Keep going. Not today, Satan. <laughs> but anyway, you're there so long, and it affects every aspect of your lives. Yes. At work and at home. Right. Because you carry it with you everywhere you go. Yeah. And when we first start praying, we're so hopeful. You know, God will hear it. And then we'll get a new job. He'll just... And then a month goes by and we start to feel frustrated. And we start going, God, what's taking so long? Right. And then, you know, maybe another month goes by and and you get to the point where you're like, God, you created everything in creation. Like, everything. You hold it together, right. You can't get me a job? First of all, that is in my notes, so I know you read them. I didn't know what you said. I mean, what you were going to say. But yes, we do sit here and we go, in six days, you created everything. You mean to tell me you can't get me another job? Job, Jesus? What? And before you know it, it's been six months or a year, and God still hasn't given us the job we've prayed for. Right. And now we're bitter, Mm. dare I say even hateful, Mm. going, God is just ignoring me. Yep. And then we, we take all this doctrine that we've been given... And we throw it out the window. Right. Because we are now a little kid stomping our feet I was just, going. I was literally going to say like a little child stomping Like a feet. bad little kid. A misguided, undisciplined Whatever. Kid. We, tomato, tomato. Well, you go be a cop and then you tell me what you want to call him. Well, keep going. Delinquent. <laughs> I mean, if we're really honest, all of us have been there at some point. Maybe it wasn't a job. Maybe it was, you know, you were wanting a child or, or a raise mm, or right. any one of a million different things that it could have be. Could have be. Could have be. What are you doing? However, the practically Christian, this is where they live. This is the zone they live in. What about marriages? That's what I'm saying. Like, it could be a spouse. It could be wanting a spouse it could be wanting a different spouse right. it could be like there's a million different things it could be right and if we're real honest at some point in our walk all of us have been here right i agree. um several times over sometimes if we're real honest they're constantly being quote unquote let down by god mm. and the problem with this is simple god doesn't exist to please us we exist to please him and see that's a lost art in um in the teachings in church today, you don't hear that very often. It's what can God do to serve me? Not Oh, what was that commercial? What? Is it Alexa? Siri? Is someone? How can I like what uh never mind, I lost my train of thought. It was a commercial that said that. How can I serve you? Jesus is gonna say it like this in Matthew twenty four. Is that what you were saying? Hang on. Jesus is gonna say it like this in Matthew twenty four. Hmm. Those who persevere till the end will be saved. Mm. Now, in this portion of scripture, Jesus is talking about like the end of days. Okay. When everything's going to be madless or madless. 
everything's gonna be lawless. Okay, and mad. like right. Mad Max. Okay, but Jesus says to persevere. Like, right. hey, look, you may not feel this, but you should know. Right. And I, I actually listened to a podcast today, and the pastor that was, I'm actually going to send it to you, he was talking about an insidious gospel being preached that God is here to serve us. So it just it just happened. First of all, don't send me podcasts with words that I don't know. <laughs> okay? And, and it was just, it just really, I was shocked at hearing how this pastor described. Well, Isaiah 40 is going to say it like this. Those who wait on the Lord, he will renew your strength. You will soar with wings like eagles. Right. I know firsthand this is much easier said than done. Yes. But sometimes we just want what we want. Right. When we want it, and we want it right now. Like a little child stomping their feet. I'll do you one better. A baby. Right. A baby in the middle of the night does not go, you know what? Mommy and daddy had a hard day today. Yeah, I'm a little hungry. But I'll just lay here and be quiet until it's time to wake up and eat. They'll they'll feed me when they get up. Anyone who has had a kid or been around a kid. Or twins at the same time. I mean, you know that's true. Right. James 1 says to count all of our trials as a blessing. That That's, to me, that's a hard one sometimes because I'm, I'm going, God, you got to be kidding me. Well, in other words, God uses trials to shape and mold us into what he created us to be. Right. Look through your life and see where you did the most growing. When you're being pruned. Was it when everything was easy or was it when everything was hard? Right. When like you where, do to... you, where do you look back and you go, wow, look how much I've grown since. When you had to get yourself together. Right. I mean, the Psalms are full of turmoil and anguish. Mm-hmm. You know, the writers are attempting to suffer well and wait for God to move. Mm. You, you see what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I do. Like, we live in a society that goes, I'm not going to fix it. I'll just get a new one. You know, our, our microwave broke. Right. And it was actually cheaper for us to go buy a new microwave than to buy the part to fix it. Right. Which was sad because it's the same exact microwave. And And I sit here and I go, like, this is the society we live in, though. I'll throw it away. We'll get another one. Throw it away. We'll get another one. And you can see it in children as well. Right. Just toss it. Just toss it. You know, and you see it, seriously, in doctrine. Yeah. Well, God's not listening to me. I'll just move on to something else. Right. I didn't get what I wanted. So instead of trying to fix it, I'm just going to move on. I mean, we see it in marriages. We see it in... Churches, when people church hop and I don't like what this church is giving me. It's not what I want. So I'm going to go somewhere that makes me feel what I want and I can hear what I want, even if it's not solid, true, and biblical. And the problem isn't that we go through things. The problem is we worship creation rather than the creator. Mm. You know, Romans 1 says it like this, although they knew God, they did not honor him as God. Right. There's a big difference in going, I believe God And Jesus being the Lord of your life. Right. I mean, it's easy to go, well, God, you were working for me. You helped me get my life together. You showed me truth and love. But now you're not working so well. So I'm going to throw you out and I'm going to chase after a different God. Try something new. 
And these gods that we chase after are like comfort, money, relationships, jobs, promotions, you know, and everything else under the sun that Ecclesiastes is going to tell us is chasing the wind and done in vain. Right. We will all say, but how many of us really believe God is not a genie in a bottle? He's not just sitting there waiting to grant us wishes. In fact, hypothetically, what if God did give you everything you ever asked for? I would be jacked up. Wouldn't we all? Yep. Thinking back to what I wanted 20 years ago versus what I want, wanted 10 years ago versus what I want now. It would be a cluster of confusion. Right? Yeah. Like, who would you be with? Like... You know, and, 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 okay, look, before all y'all hate on me for listening to country music. Oh, boy. Garth Brooks has that song, you know, uh, Unanswered Prayers. And in it, he's talking about, you know, this was the girl I wanted to marry, and I prayed that, you know, God would let me marry. But then he looks at his wife, and he's like, you know what, thank you, God, for not answering that prayer. And again, that's a lot harder to internalize than it is to say. But I mean, just think about some of the things you would have asked for that if you would have gotten would have just totally wrecked you. I would not be living here. I would not be married and I would not have three kids. Where would you be living? New York. In the city or? Nope, in the city. Not married, without kids, and I would be a lawyer. A lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer. <laughs> what? Okay, Pat. <laughs> Shut up. Why'd you have to say it like that? Anyway. It just felt right. I mean, what if we gave our 10-year-old everything he ever asked for? He'd be confused. Well, and he would, like, be so incredibly unhealthy. Yes, he would. (laughs) He'd have a bellyache quite often. But the point is, is we shouldn't. Just throw away doctrine when it doesn't work for us. Right. We shouldn't just throw away who God is and and what he has done just because we're mad at the moment or we're not getting what we want. I can tell you firsthand. I mean, it's hard to, for me at least, I mean, I think for you too, um, we don't always look at the Bible and think, oh, this is wonderful, beautiful. I want to do this. There are sometimes... I read and I go, seriously, God, like, this is what you're asking me to do or telling me to do? Forget about asking. You're telling me to do this. There are things I don't want to do in there. I don't want to always give forgiveness or be kind. Or say sorry. I don't know what he's talking about. So you can't even apologize to me on radio. He might be a little (laughs) honest, a little truthful about that. But either way, I mean... Josh and I don't always go, oh, this is wonderful. We're just going to dance around in Bible land. I mean, it's hard walking around following scripture. And and we still mess up. For me, it's hard. Well, yes, it is very hard. But I, I also want to you know throw that caveat in there. I mean, it's not like we, we walk it out perfectly either. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. I got That's you. That's literally what I just said. I just want to make sure it didn't sound so clear on my side over here. Maybe you weren't listening. Maybe I wasn't. We don't know. I have been praying that you listen more. There's a lot of things I've been <laughs> praying for. This is where this came from. I'm just saying. I told you when, when I sat down to write this script, I was like, 
Man, this podcast episode, this is more for me than it is going to be for anyone out there listening. Yeah, like you're talking to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, because these are things that, that you, you know. You wrestle with. Yeah. Or have wrestled with in the past. You know, I'm, I'm starting to grow a little here and there. I'm starting to understand that thy will be done, not mine. Mm. Um, but really, until next week, I challenge you to not throw away God. Stop chasing after things and chase after God. No one may fully understand what you have to deal with, with whatever it is that you have going on. But understand the God that spoke into the darkness and created the light, Mm -hmm. the same God who holds all things together in creation, may know more than we do. Mm. So trust in God to be working for you. Not to give you all of the desires of your flesh, but to conform you to the image of Jesus. To make you resemble his son more and more every day. Stop throwing it away. Yep. Until next week, guys, we love you and we can't wait to hang out again. Peace! Why did you do that? Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.